Okay, boys, welcome back to another podcast here, the Limitless uh, Podcast. Thanks for joining me. We've today we've got uh, Bryce and Ant. How are we, boys? How's your week? How's your weekend? Yeah, good. Yeah, pretty good. Kind of playing. That's good, boys. Uh, we've got a few things that we're going to touch on today. So um, Dan's off on personal leave for a little bit, so I'm just going to jump into the podcast and take over into due course. So we'll, we'll go from there. And uh, he's just handed over the reins, so he's just said, Mike, it's all yours. And uh, here we are, boys. They've got a few things I want to touch on today, a few little topics. So uh, our PDRL round four, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Ben Hunt. We're going to talk about Tedesco and Matt Lodge. And obviously game two in the State of Origin tomorrow night. And uh, we're going to recap round 17 of the NRL coming up this weekend. So first of all, I want to touch on the PDR results from round four. Now, I actually got there a little bit late on Sunday and um, watched a little bit of your your boys' game, more towards the back end. Now, I remember last week's podcast, Ant, you said that you guys were going to work on a little bit of your um, somewhat connections and stuff like that. I, I seem to think it worked quite well from when I was standing on the sideline. Uh, you boys seem to be gelling <laughs> really nicely um and um i think you guys got up 32 14 is that right against south sydney yeah that's correct yeah uh, we beat south sydney 32 to 14 uh, yeah we are building nicely uh, building some good combinations and yeah we're spreading the ball which is always good yeah and bryce um i seen that uh, you're on the left edge there a little bit there giving some ball out to some uh some boys to to jump over good on you mate how did you see your game against south sydney yeah, it was good. Um, the first uh, five, five to ten minutes, um, we kept attacking their line, and they they kept turning up, and you know I felt like we were struggling a bit, but then you know went back to basics, and and we got over there, and yeah, since then we just we started rolling on, and you know shout out to a few boys like uh, Fred, he scored a hat trick, and yeah. other our other boy Fred got a couple of friends on the team. Yeah, they played, yeah. they played outstanding, and you know we're building every week, and. Yeah, you can just see in the in the results. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys are you guys are four from four at the moment. Just looking at the live table on my phone as we speak, you guys are well and truly in front. You've got a plus sixty two at the moment, but not too far behind. Unfortunately, the Sydney Roosters um, lost to West Tigers on Sunday. They they were down troops. Um, Dan went off with a calf injury. I would say I think it was just before half time, which kind of hurt them. I was fortunate enough to be an AB for the West Tigers that game. We ended up winning twenty six to sixteen, and uh, Sharpie Sharpie actually got a hat trick as well. So there was two had two boys two hat tricks uh, for both games. So mate, he just have you have you ever tried to face him one on one, Sharpie? Yeah, he uh, that the guy's the hardest body I've ever tackled in my life. Like, he, um, yeah, he's like a once he starts steaming up and he's running at you, you just got to take a big gulp and you're just like, what do I do? Like, do I where do I go? Like, do I go for his legs? Do I go up high? It really depends, obviously, where you are on the field. But I'm telling you what, he steamrolled me like nothing else. <laughs> it yeah. was he's, um, he's tough. He's a tough bugger too because when we're over in, in the World Cup overseas, he was we were in some big teams like England, and he would just you'd run straight, you get put on his back, and then you just get back up, and you just keep going all day. He's, I don't think that guy feels anything. 
Oh, he's bulletproof. I'm telling you, he's absolutely bulletproof. So ladder as we speak for the PDRL competition is the Newtown Jets are on eight points. The Sydney Roosters are on four. West's Tigers now jump off the bottom of the ladder and they're now coming third. And uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs went from third to fourth after that loss to you boys. So the congestion down there between West and South, there's only there's only like minus 10 points in it uh, for four and against. So... With the um, with the round five competition there, um, who do you guys play? Do you know that off the top of your head? Um, I think it's yeah, the best roosters next. Yeah, yeah. So the top of the table clash for you boys. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully they get a full side against you boys. I noticed that when both teams were warming up, it looked about four or five short. So, um, I don't know what happened there. A few boys might have been sick. Um. But I do know Dan Frost went off with a calf injury and uh, let's just hope he pulls up quite well and uh, plays you guys in round five. Now, the next PDRL game that we will be playing is at um, Redfern Oval for the Indigenous game. That'll be on the the 2nd of July. We'll probably touch more on that in the next episode. All right, but that's our next next PDRL match there on... uh, July the 2nd. So I want to just jump over now into our NRL news and reviews. Now, the story of the moment is uh, Ben Hunt. Now, where would he go? Uh, What position will he play? We all know he can play hooker. I don't think he wanted to play in that position. He's more of a halfback. I think he prefers that position. If he were to play origin, he'd be playing hooker. Um, boys, uh, where do you think he will go moving forward? Because I do know that he does want out of the Dragons. Yeah, there's a few teams that would benefit from having you know someone like him in their team. You know, you get the Bulldogs that are looking for. They got Burton playing halfback, but you know if he can slot back in that five eight role and and take some pressure off him, you know, it'd be good. The Titans also would benefit from him, in, and you know if the Roosters can squeeze him, which you know we all know they can. <laughs> Well, they um, only be, they only become um, a late runner today. I was reading in the paper that uh, they're really interested in getting Ben Hunt on their roster. So it will be interesting to see if he does move over there and like what position he would play and where their current roster, where he would fit in their current roster, and who would be moving around. Um, yeah. There were also slight rumors as well that um, uh, James Tedesco uh, could have a bit of a run at five eight. I don't see it. Um, I don't, I, I don't think that um, he has that in him to be a five eight. To me, he's just a natural fullback. He's not the New South Wales and Australian fullback for a reason. Um, but with Manu playing fullback at the moment for the Roosters, he is playing quite well. So where those two, where those two, um, where those two boys would arm wrestle to get the fullback role, I think Tedesco will have it over him. But there were some slight rumors there. Tedesco at five, oh, like. And where do you th- do you think that Tedesco could slot into a five-eight role for the Roosters? I wouldn't be moving Tedesco. Um, he's been Australian and New South Wales fullback for five years. Um, Manu is playing great footy when he does play fullback. He showed it in the World Cup. Uh, but you need Tedesco in the middle, roaming both sides. He pops up everywhere. He's on the ball. You can't really put him in the five-eight role. Plus, and you saw what happened to Callum Ponga as well. Put him in the front line. Gets a few head knocks. Yeah. It is a bit yeah, different playing in the front line than fullback. Yeah, yeah, like Anthony, it's heaps different because his body's not used to tackling twenty, mm. you know, or, or twenty tackles a game. So, 
you know, him being in the front line, teams are going to target him. Big second row is going to be running at him. So it'd be tough for him to go from fullback into that defensive line where he has to make those one-on-one tackles with the with the second rowers. And, yeah, you know, people talk about how he can't pass and, you know, they put him, want to put him in 5'8". I, I don't think it'll work. So, you know, Joey Manu is more, I reckon, versatile in, in that sense. But, again, him at 5'8", isn't really working either. So they might just have to strip back into the the natural halves pairing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, yeah, with with the, with the running 5'8 as well, um, there's no doubt he'll have the speed there. But when you are a 5'8, you need to actually be able to kick a ball. Um, <laughs> and I don't think Tedesco uh, has that capability to kick somewhat like a, like a Jack Whiten, um, where who, who, who's somewhat regular of kicking 40 20s. He does, he does, he has his moments, but however, he's kicking games quite well. Um, I just don't see that with James Tedesco. I think he's an actual fullback. I think he just needs to stay there. If, if he had to switch positions, you'd probably chuck him in the centers um, if he really, really had to. Uh, but, you know, he, he's never going to be a, never going to be a 5'8". Now, uh, Bryce, your, your roosters, mate, your, um, I read in the paper today that Matt Lodge has asked for release and it's been granted by the Sydney Roosters. Where do you think he's going to go? Like, do you think he'll slot into somewhat like a West Tigers or um, yeah, another? Will we going over to to the Super League? I mean, do you have any insight yeah. there? Do you, do you think he'll stick around? Yeah, I'm not sure because it's tough. Because last year, did he come over last year? But when he came over, they really he sort of had a like a new career. So he, he came in and he. Um, he had all that backlash and all that, but then he, he started fresh at the Roosters and he started playing some some good footy. But then, you know, his form's definitely dropped over, you know, especially this year, especially I reckon past couple of weeks of you know, hasn't been his best footy. So hmm. I'm not quite sure where he's really gonna go. If he's gonna if a team's gonna pick him up here or, you know, or he's just gonna go chase chase some money overseas or, you know, play England or something like that, which might be good for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, I know West Tigers could you could slot into a West Tigers um, lineup at the moment, and the Dragons as well. So you know there are spots for him, but it all depends on why he left the Roosters. Anyway, it could be personal reasons, and uh, he might actually head over to England. Now, just on football in general, the I know we're all itching to talk about Wednesday night game, which is um, State of Origin game two. Um, the biggest question I want to ask you two boys is the Mitchell Mitchell Moses and Jerome Luai. W- will the combination work? Um, I know Freddie Fittler is going to look like an absolute genius if it does, and he's going to look like a clown if it doesn't. So, do you guys think? Do you, what do you? What's your opinion on the halves? Yeah, um, I'm not too sure if it's actually going to work. We'll probably have to see that mm. in game uh, two, but. Hopefully it does work. I'm talking from a New South Wales fan, but you got Moses' kicking game and Luo's running game, so I think it should work. But yeah, absolutely. I think that's why. I think that's why they got him in, mate, because of his kicking game. The Blues really needed it. Um, I think he, his last game he played for the Blues was uh, 2001. He's out right in game three. That was his only game. Mitchell, Mitchell Moses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 2021 yeah. game three. We ended up getting beaten by Queensland anyway. So, um, yeah, 20 to 18 it was there. 
So your thoughts on State of Origin, boys, for Wednesday night, your tips. Obviously, New South Wales Blues, yeah? Yeah, we want New South Wales to win, but yeah. Yeah, the selections are pretty pretty interesting. I mean, the Queensland line, the Queensland lineup, you know, like you really can't like like seriously, you got Reese Walsh at fullback, who's in amazing form, Xavier Coates, Valentine Holmes, then you got um you know, Cameron Munster and Cherry Evans in the middle. Uh, ben Hunt's going back at hooker, David Fafita, and then just the, just the bench alone is like Harry Grant, and then you got Cotter. It's just the Queensland spirit, hey, you just it can't be beaten. It's just one of those things that we're never going to crack it. Um, the Blues, the Blues lineup looks just pretty much just as strong. I'm, I'm liking the fact that Damian Cook's there at number nine, he's a good 80 minute player. Um, Tyson Frizzell, you got Isaiah Yo, um, and Matt Burton's come in as well um, as a reserve. So um, it's looking pretty promising. But the halves comparing there was the biggest question there. I wanted to wanted to ask in relation to Mitchell Moses and Jerome Luai. Will or won't it work? It will, I think. However, uh, we're just going to have to wait and see on Wednesday night. Now, boys, we know that um, you follow the roosters there Bryce and we know that you're a South Sydney boy there Ant. how do you think yep. your teams um, are going to face up this weekend uh, in round 17 competition I'm just going to bring up the I'm just going to bring up the um, the draw here for the NRL this weekend so your Bryce your boys are playing mine you're playing the Canberra Raiders Thanks. this weekend at Allianz yeah. Stadium, yeah, I'm actually going with that one at six fifteen. So, um, what's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, you know, I've got a few players back. You know, Victor Radley's slot back in the thirteen, which will be good. You know, hopefully he can play some some discipline footy and mm. bring that aggression that, that we need. Um, you know, interesting on the bench, we don't really have that utility. We got um Drew Hutchison's drop back to reserves, mm. and then. Uh, we got uh, Crichton, Brown, Butcher, and and White on the bench, so we don't really have another person that can slot into that that dummy half role. Probably Nat Butcher if, if need or Victor Alley if need be. But yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that we're going for that board pack. Do you uh, think you got on, you... on the bench? Yep. Do you think you boys would tip the Raiders? <laughs> oh, I'll probably see. I'll go for Roosters, but <laughs> the form we're in, you know. You know, you got the Raiders. You got such a large board pack, and I think that's why we're yeah. trying to match them. You know, yeah. the, the only way we can we can win on the weekend is is through the middle. So yeah, I was just about to say that straight through the middle. And and your boys are playing the Cowboys. Um, they're at a course stadium in Sydney, and that game is on Sunday at four o'clock. How do you think that one pan out? Uh coming off a loss, and then we got the bye week as well. Um, mm. we're getting a few troops back like Cody Walker. Um, then we're gonna have the Origin boys, uh, Cook and Murray, and backing up. So. And Cowboys are coming off a good win uh, with Scott Drinkwater scoring that last minute try in, or in extra time. Yeah. So hopefully we can put a good performance in and maybe score a bit of points and defend a bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also to see, you know, who comes out of origin, you know, unscathed and stuff like that is obviously going to pay uh, a little bit of an impact to our clubs on the, um, on the weekend. So at this stage, um, the Ra- the Raiders are actually sitting seventh on the ladder, which has surprised me. And the Rabbitohs sitting fourth, mate. Uh, Bryce, your the Roosters are actually sitting eleventh. <laughs> it's something that I actually never thought that I would actually see. Uh, 
they've, they've always been a top eight side for mine. Um, obviously one, one win and they're back in, they're pretty much back in the eight, but um, that's the, that's the round 17 wrap up there. So with this week coming up, there's going to, I'm actually going to introduce a new segment coming through um, the limitless podcast is actually going to be more or less like a one-on-one. I'm going to try and run it on Thursday night. Okay. So I'm just going to talk to certain individual players from our PDRL aspects, just a little bit about their backgrounds and how they got into PDRL and uh, talk a little bit about their disabilities and stuff like that. So there's just another segment that we're going to be adding to the podcast in future. Now, good news is um, I've ordered some polos for all of us boys, some limitless podcast polos. And, um, you know, you guys, uh, they should be ready in about four or five days. And um, when I see you boys next, which will more than likely be the Indigenous game, I'll hand them over. And um, they're nice looking shirts. They've got the logo on it and they've got the PDRL media on the logo on the other side. So it's going to look quite nice and professional should I say for the podcast now, if we've only got a few minutes left, so I'm just going to, um, just going to run down on how people can actually contact the organization of the PDRL. So you can jump on the website through New South Wales, PDRLA.com.au. So PDRLA Facebook, you can uh, jump on to you search New South Wales rugby league. And if you jump on um, New South Wales uh, PDRL, sorry, and if you jump on the Instagram page, you could just search up New South Wales PDRL as well and you'd be able to see um, how you can get involved in our sport. Well, that's pretty much it for us on this episode, guys. We're pretty much out of time. So I just want to thank you boys for jumping on this evening. And um, yeah, go the Blues, yeah? The Blues. <laughs> Thanks heaps, boys. I really appreciate it. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>